0: everyone. This is Peter Stone, and I am welcoming you to session 15 of Stepping Up and Stepping Out, Making 2017 Your Best Year Yet. And in this uh, session, in this session number 15, I am happy to say this is a lot of sessions going on here, and there's plenty more to come. Uh, sticking with it and hanging in there and getting to empower the year, the day, the month, the week in uh, all of these sessions. I know it keeps me going. I love driving to the station and looking forward to, well, what am I going to talk about today? And I don't usually uh, plan too much of it. It's uh, I have some kind of short notes every now and then, but rarely do I use them. I, In case I need to get back on track, I have them. But today's event, I like to call it an event, it's really a life study uh, I have started uh, many years ago. And many other people have this same study, but I don't believe it's a very large number at all. Uh, today's subject is on science science, you ask. No, it's not rocket science. It's not cellular science, but it does affect cellular uh, uh, science for sure. I I know it's connected to that, but it's not that, only that. And the science today is the science of luck. And in my travels and my discoveries uh, and in my um, looking over the horizon as it would be my, my curiosity that lives today, uh, just as it has for the last uh, five decades plus. I love to learn things, and, and I'm so curious. And when I get into a subject, I really want to go deep. And today, with the Internet, we are so lucky We are really lucky, and that's what applies to the awesome science of luck. So let's just use that to walk into this as an example. Um, I don't know how to do that. Oh, you're so lucky you know how to do that, or uh, you can do that and I can't do that, and uh, you know that, I don't know that, and the list goes on and on and on. When it comes to the list of excuses, perhaps if we're going to do something, we want to do something, doesn't matter what the subject is. That's the beauty of it, because today... We are so lucky to be living in such a time. People say, oh, it's a time of turmoil. Well, (laughs) I don't know any time in history where there wasn't turmoil. Uh, Excuse me just a moment. I don't know. There are... Times where things are what they call wonderful and we have growth and, and people are getting new cars, new houses. They're doing all these things. Financial things are good. People are happy. The roaring twenties came to a screeching halt and it's next, you know, what's the next step up? So if you have a question about living in a time and being the luckiest person around and looking at your neighbor and saying they are the luckiest person around we have choices today that we didn't have 10 years ago probably five years ago never mind 20 30 40 or 50. i mean go back a century we are i mean it's hard to measure it. it's so exponential so in this science of luck, I, I, in my, in my v- v- travels and in my uh, voyage of discovery in life, and how can I keep learning new things and lifting up and exciting things, and try to figure out how to make life exciting and rewarding and valuable, and what, what is it that that is that thing, that fountain of youth, that magical tool, that, uh, that real thing we're all kind of looking for in, in the universe that, geez, where's the magic in life? What is it I'm looking for? What am I striving for? <clears throat> and this book came across. I met the author uh, and I've, I've gone to one of his um, events down in Asheville, North Carolina. His name is Peter Ragnar. He, he no longer puts events. He lives uh, on a farm in Kentucky very happily, very healthy. And he lives uh, and wrote this book called The Awesome Science of Luck. And I knew these books were going to be coming to a halt. But I purchased eighteen of these books. I got a really good price. I knew the people who were selling them. And I why did I do that? Why would I buy eighteen of the same books? It wasn't to give them away, I can assure you that. And I do give one away every now and then. but uh, I've, this is my personal collection, and why did I do it? I have these books in my office. I have them, some I have in a desk drawer. I have them in my offices here, in my office in Thailand. I have them in my homes, in my uh, recording studio. There's one that pops out in my vision, in my sight every single day. And do I pick up this book every day and read it? I don't. I don't. I don't do that. I maybe do it every other day. Rather than picking up my phone, if I'm going to sit down for a minute, I pick up this book and I just open to a page. And um, I learn something. I go, aha. There is really a science where I listen to people you hear them all the time just my luck oh that always happens to me and uh in the list goes on we hear it pretty much all day excuse me while i take a drink of water we hear it all day oh that's just my luck this happens that happens this happens well truly when you take that beyond A negative statement and you lift it up and you look behind that statement if it's said in a different way which in a different tone with a different energy and I've spoken of energy so many times that when We speak in a higher energetic tone and I say, wow, that's just my luck. Look, that car pulled out and it's 4th of July. I'm one block away from the fireworks on the beach in Ocean City, Maryland. This actually happened with my family and the friends of my family and their daughter when we were pulling up 30 minutes before the fireworks needing a place you can imagine people parked across this bridge on this route 50 and they took the buses across they walked across we drove across the bridge went down by the beach pulled up someone pulled out excuse me do i know why i don't know why and quite frankly It doesn't matter why, and it's none of my business why someone would pull out. But what is my business is to apply another law, which is called a law of expectation. When I train myself to expect parking... Wherever I go, not just on the 4th of July in the fireworks when there's tens of thousands of people around, and in this case, coming from Baltimore, Philadelphia, all inland, everybody from the area, thousands, tens of thousands of people. And I got a place 30 minutes before the fireworks. And it's not just me. The person who wrote this book does this. He's the one I learned from. And I had to start trying it. Just like as I was taught from my parents growing up about the mindset of the depression, which was a mindset of lack. And I think a lot of us are taught the mindset of lack when, and fear when in reality we are put here on this planet to live a good, vibrant, happy, productive life, not the other way around. And does it have struggle? I've spoke of struggle before. Of course it does. But those are the gifts. And in finding the gifts from the struggle that is defined by Oh, there it is again, that thing that happened to me, poor old me. Well, there is no poor little me or there's no poor anybody because we're all here together in this game. And it's a choice of how you're going to look at the event that just took place that would you choose how it's going to. It's a choice your reaction to what happens externally to you and what you're given in your space and in your vibration and in your surroundings and from your family and your friends and the people that are your associates is a choice. All of it is a choice that we make to, number one, spend the time with these people, spend the time in this place. And the old proverbial uh, statement that goes back many years ago, I guess it's a little philosophy. If it's too hot in the kitchen, (laughs) we get out. We change. We leave. We either turn the oven down and we don't wait for the goods to be baked uh, we leave the kitchen and just shut the oven off and leave or leave the kitchen behind with who's ever got the oven on and is making us hot and uncomfortable. We have a choice. And that choice isn't always a comfortable choice. But in order for us to get comfortable, we have to make choices that are uncomfortable. And I was just speaking with someone in the studio on this subject, a Barbara Streisand subject, quite frankly. And getting out and getting on the stage in front of someone, in Barbara Streisand's case, it's tens of thousands of people sometimes. And sometimes maybe it's just 500 very influential people that she may sing in front of. But regardless, After decades of singing, what I understand and what I've read and what I've been told is that she is still full of fear, like day one when she goes on the stage to get out there. But once she gets out there, she performs as we know. And I use this because it's not so much that Barbara Streisand's music matters to me. What matters to me is that. Barbara Streisand is a star to many people and has made many millions and has been in front, singing in front of many millions, but totally afraid to make the first move. So within that, she gets the reward. And not only does she get a reward, how many people love her music? And we have to think, about on the other side of that fence, when we get away from our own personal stuff, that we're not only here for us, we are here for us, but we're here as a community of people, just as we're here as a community in Cape Ann, to share our talents and our skills and the things that we know that may help the rest of the community. So the person in the studio who would want to go on stage and almost said no, but didn't. And I congratulated her on that and youthful. Uh, young lady who's ready to go up and entertain for the world and make the world smile and have feelings and emotions that will affect their life and they will talk about it. And they will share the beauty and the passion and the courage of this woman. So when we think about, oh, me, 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 it's, it's kind of almost very egotistical in a sense for all of us to do this when we first have that fear because it's about us. But what about the ripple effect that goes out into the world when we Matter of fact, what it is that we want to do is something we're passionate about. The fear that holds us back and stops us from stepping into our passion actually reduces everywhere in our life the energy and the productivity and our influence and our energy by not making that one presumably fearful, assumably Fearful thing. And when we get over it, we find that, wow, that's not so bad. I feel really so much better than when I went out to go on the stage. I feel rewarded deep inside. I connected with myself. I connected with the audience. I feel good with the people and about myself. So the next time it becomes a little easier and our talents. Grow because we have this cycle where we get over the fear, we do it anyway, we build a potential that makes the next time easier. So, this cycle, this spiraling outward cycle, um supports us and those around us. We see it all the time, people coming from nothing and just going. I mean, Rocky, the movie, uh, Sylvester Stallone rejected, I think, more than 100 times, at least 50. Uh, No, no, no. Then he just did it on his own. And we know the history on that. He went for what he believed in. Now, That is connected with luck, because when we believe we can do something, we do do something. People start to show up and make us lucky, because we put that energy out there. You expect parking, and in one of the stories that Peter Ragnar talks about in his book is about a house and a property in North Carolina that he was going to buy, And the real estate agent, uh, like uh, high energy and just in his world of what he did. And just as this individual, it's the way he was. And Peter had already been practicing for years this science. He he was learning it and, and experiencing it and trying it and putting it together. And to the point where he was uh, starting to be called the magic man. And I highly respect his his courage and his belief that in this science that he went and learned about it and wrote about it that in the case of the property, the person said, first of all, no, he wasn't going to sell it. And the sign was up, the sign went away, and the sign came back up. He said, no, I... I, I don't think you can get the, the place for this price. The owner doesn't want to sell it now. Peter said, no, I don't think that's the case. Matter of fact, the the real estate agent said, no, he will, he'll want a lot more money from, from this. This went on for only about a week. He came up from Florida to buy this house, and he stayed in the realtor's house. <clears throat> I mean, Peter was is quite a guy, and he, he stayed in the realtor's house. So when he... Um, told this realtor to call the owner of the property. He said, he said, Mike, please call the owner of the property. Tell him I want to buy this property, and I'll be ready to move on it tomorrow. Mike says, no, there's no way this guy's going to budge. And Peter said, Mike, the owner of this, co- of this property is going to have a dream tonight and he will have a dream that's going to make a difference in him and he will wake up and he'll have a reason to want to sell this property and at a good price and he will be willing to do this i can just i just expect this to happen and, and this is this applies this i will stop right here because this is so critical this applies to everything We always say, no, we can't do that. We can't do this. No, that's not going to happen. This reason, that excuse. And as we know, listen to ourselves myself, everyone included in the past, I was like that. I'm no longer like that, finding a reason why it won't happen. Now, I find every reason in the world why something will happen with high expectation, even if, this is really critical, even if the odds look like it'll never happen, It doesn't matter when you have a really high intention with a high energy and excitement and a passion attached to your thought and your thinking and your belief and your knowing, it's not just believing, it's knowing deep in your gut, your solar plexus, that what can happen What you would like to happen, as long as it's not damaging or hurting to anybody and it's amicable, will in fact happen magically. And this is why this man got the name The Magic Man. They wrote a book about him. His friends wrote a book about him called The Magic Man. It wasn't written by him, and he wasn't um, uh, asking anybody to do anything. This is what re- people recognized. And I'm like, I read that book. And I said, this is amazing what this guy does. And these people wrote about all of the things they observed. And so the truth of the matter is that if he can do it as a science, as in all sciences, as science will Validate once it's proven, it's repeatable. So the next morning, <clears throat> after this, everyone went to bed, and the realtor went to bed, and and Peter and his friends from Florida went to bed, and Mike called the realtor in the morning. Uh, the realtor, excuse me, called the owner of the property in the morning, and sure enough, the Owner said yes, he would sell this property because something else came into the picture all of a sudden that helped him make that decision. Now, not only did he make a decision, that gentleman's daughter met Peter Ragnar and an interesting relationship happened after that so many other things happened to peter ragnar and i won't bore you with the details they are not boring by any means they are amazing they there's one after another and on the book of his cover which is is uh the cover of his book is um uh the Awesome Science of Luck, uh, your guide to winning all the time. He put some racehorses in there because there's a story in there. People, he got to such a um, uh, well-known, he doesn't do it anymore, but he got such well-known. People called him to go to the races, which he did once, and he helped some people win some money. But he, that's not what he did. So he went off and lived in the farm and and— lives his life and grows his own food. And he's very organic. I learned so much from this guy. I love him. He's inspired my life. And not only the light, just my life, but The way I look at it, the way I go out the door every day, the way I'm given, where I hear people talking about, oh, worried about that, worried about this, worried about, and I'm like, like, I don't allow that W word. I'm repeating it as people speak it, but I don't use that word in my vocabulary. There's other words like a C word. There's other words I will not allow into my, into my thinking. And that goes Back to one of the programs, I spoke about sculpting my thoughts, sculpting my words, and you can do the same thing. This is part of the awesome science of luck, where we create our own luck by deciding what it is we really want. We put out the energy and the door is open. You think you got to get someplace in a hurry and you have to exceed the speed limit because it's an emergency. And the police all of a sudden have pulled someone else over on the side of the road and they're busy. And they're not going to bother you because you've got something of a higher vibration. Somebody's health is, or or maybe somebody's having a baby. Who knows what it is that you have to move a lot more swiftly and being pulled over uh, because of an emergency situation would not be a useful thing because you're trying to get there, of course, sooner than later. And if you get pulled over, it's later. So these things go away. And people start to show up, oh, I want to plan a new business. How am I going to do this? So difficult. I don't have this. I don't have that. It's not how you're going to do it. It is, to a degree, we have to put an outline and this is the idea, but it's the why you want to do it. It must be deeply resonating with who you are, your passion, and start with that positive outward vibrancy vibrant energy that's going to you live in that positive space and and you have this positive bubble of of energy around you and so the negative the less than useful cannot penetrate into you and if there's not enough money don't worry tomorrow the money will show up somewhere a check in the mail will show up. I mean, I <laughs> had been out of the area for so long, and I remember I was down in Stage Fort Park at the fair they have every year, uh, the one that's coming up and I think it's in August. Uh, and I was just walking around and looking at their jewelry and thinking, well, maybe I'll have a customer or two because I have a jewelry company. And just seeing what's there and there was the state of Massachusetts, and they said, oh, you want to check on your Social Security number and see if you have any money? And at that point in time, I could have used a few hundred extra dollars. Who couldn't, right? I gave it to them and I got a check for $630 or something close to that <laughs> in the mail, like three weeks later. Uh, that was pretty lucky, I thought. I'm like, I came back for a number of reasons to the area and I didn't have a plan to stay but I stayed because I wanted to not because I had to because I chose to and it's really the way I've lived my life for all my life I've chosen where and what and how I want to go is the road bumpy at times of course it is And do I learn things? Of course I do. I learn so much and it makes the next mile that much easier. And I've learned this science of luck. And I will put together an outline to talk about certain steps and certain things that can be done in this. So let's call this the awesome science of luck, the science of luck part one that I know. And I will share some of my personal notes and points to bring into focus that you could use, that you could easily use. Uh, How about they're simple to use, not necessarily easy, and it depends where you are in your thinking, in your openness in your ability to look at, yeah, I want change. Yeah. I'm tired of, you know, always getting the bad end of the stick, so to speak, or always uh, feeling bad about bad things happening. Number one, let's take the bad thing that you say a bad thing or a negative thing happened to you again and again and again, it's always happening. Let's, At least reduce that. And let's turn it around. Unless it's doable, please. Look, I lived in that space. But I didn't accept it. That's the difference. I didn't accept it. I went out and said, no, I see that over there and I see that over there and I see that over there. That is not unlucky. That person there is doing what I want to do and that person there is living the life I want to live and that person there is eating the food I want to eat and that person is wearing clothes I want to wear and that person is traveling to the places I want to travel in the world. So it's always doable. And that person lost a child and that person, someone died in their family. That person uh, uh, had a sick member of their family. But we look at the upside of that and how we must, not how we can, how we must find, and I mentioned last week about MAD, the lady, the one person who's responsible for mothers against drunk drivers as being an example. I mean, Martin Luther King, a lot of people, the one person, Mahatma Gandhi, the one person, we are only one person, make major changes in the world. We don't talk, maybe you're talking about the world, maybe not. If you just want to start with you, your family, those around you, I'm going to have fun with part two, and I invite you along to study this science cuz it is a study it's an art on top of it and it's a job and it's it it's taken me years and years and it maybe it won't take you years cuz i can share some shortcuts but it's sometimes tough to dig out of that mindset that energy space but i'll give you a list of some tricks and tools and shortcuts and quote unquote secrets and none of it's secret. It's all online. I mean, we can find it, but I've done all that and there's no need for you to go do all that, but you can. And I would invite you between now and the next podcast or between TV shows to go ahead and do that. Go look and Google the science of luck go look online go read up a little bit get teased get an appetizer in there go practice a little bit before the next session this is peter stone stepping up and stepping out in session 15 making 2017 your best luckiest year yet thanks very much will talk to you next time and see you on the TV show.